morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to today's installment of the Economic Leadership Class, the ELC. Pleasure to have you on. It's been a while, but it's been worth the wait, I guess. Can't wait to uh, vibe with you guys this Saturday morning. Let me just see who's on the who's on the stream as I welcome you to Saturday Leadership Us. Hey. Morning, morning, morning. Great to have you on. Yes, I can see all your greetings streaming in from all the different places you're watching. I see you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. It is a very British Saturday morning. Very British Saturday morning. It's a bit grey out there, but I think we'll still have to find a way to make the most out of this. So quickly just log in. Let's talk. And it's been a while. Let's talk. I see you. Good morning. Good morning from all the houses, all of our friends, all of our associates across the world. Everybody that's tuned in. Pleasure to have you on this afternoon or this morning, wherever you're tuned in from. Today's title is A Glossy Weekend. It's a glossy weekend because we are also celebrating one year of the gloss the amazing salon based in knightsbridge of course the gloss birthed out of the love house which is led by the industrial head pastor mariam and the rest of the ladies there at the love house so a big congratulations to the gloss this morning good morning from knightsbridge that's lady joe london of course lady joe london is another one of our exceptional cosmetic businesses not just in the heartbeat group, but also in the nation family. And she's actually also working out of the gloss uh, this morning, this Saturday. It's a pleasure to see you. It's a pleasure to have you on. It's an honor, actually, whilst you guys are preparing for an amazing weekend. Of course, I'm sure you've got some things planned over there just across the road. I'm actually streaming live to you from Knightsbridge also. So just across the road, I'm sure you guys are having the most fun. It's been absolutely absolutely amazing the last few days of the word but i'm super excited to vibe with you guys this afternoon hey i've missed the elc of course you have of course you have shawnee it's great to have you on so if you are tuned in this morning and of course you've missed the elc last week whilst po will transition do me a favor just nudge someone and let them know po's on this morning it's a grey British morning, but guess what? We're going to make the best out of it by listening to P.O. rant a little bit and talk and, and vibe with you guys whilst you remain on your keyboards and we discuss and we have all of our favourite sections within the ELC this Saturday morning. Yes, Pastor Doro, I see you looking forward to the end of your recent case that you're actually involved in so that I can get to know a little bit more about exactly what you're dealing with i've heard it's quite an exciting case and extremely confidential can't wait to hear a little bit more about that when that's wrapped up i see you pastor mariam pastor mariam mola of course i've just introduced the the reason for the season which is um a glossy weekend celebrating the gloss one year thank you one year of course in knightsbridge it is not easy it's not easy one year in knightsbridge that's a big 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 
um, uh, brag, of course, for you to say that uh, right next to Chanel and the rest of the top dogs who are your neighbors on that Walton Street. So guess what? We're wishing you all the best today and we'd like to see some amazing content this Saturday afternoon as you probably treat some guests and some of your future clients to some uh, samples. And if you look just behind me, probably um, based on the set design, you can probably see a lot of the gloss um, products are actually um, right behind me. I can look on the screen and see that. Um, okay, why is this coming up? Uh, you just almost put up the answer. Unbelievable, Wani. I hope you did not see that, guys. Oh my God. Oh, I hope you didn't see that, guys. Anyway, we're going to get into shadow of leadership. The one who cheated today, imagine my closest person, my closest, I can't believe she's done this, but just close your eyes and I hope you didn't see it. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. Um, behind me is some gloss products, but, oh, damn. Look at Nini. So excited and happy. Why do you like bad things, Nini? Why do you just like when evil happens? Why can't you just be a good person? Huh? Niniola, Scotland. Niniola, Scotland. Why can't you just, you know, be a good girl for once? <laughs> we can pretend. Wonder uh, why, though. Come on. Thomas will say he didn't see it. <sighs> okay, we're still gonna have to do it, but just, just, um, just pretend. <laughs> okay, so of course you can see all the amazing gloss products behind me. Um, that's a specially designed set by Pastor Margaret and Zoe, who is also of the Love House. So we're, we're very glossy. It's a glossy weekend this Saturday. Remember. I see you. I see you all. Thank you. Judy, it's great to have you on. Remember, it's Saturday. And how do you tune into the ELC? You tune to the ELC however that you want to listen to the ELC. Of course, with your soldiers, with your friends, families, over a brunch or a breakfast, or maybe whilst you're doing your Saturday morning clean. I don't know how you do on Saturday, but of course, the ELC is supposed to be a compendium and a compilation of the words from Sunday down to Friday. I'm going to do my best to see how I do. Of course, I know senior pastor, Pastor Sam, has been given the word and many of the other leaders, of course, that y'all have been getting tuned into. So let's do the customary stuffs. Good morning to the Connect family. That's the Connect. Of course, Pastor Shadia, number nine, and Pastor Ebo and the rest of the team, the whole group at The Connect from all your favorite leaders there, Pastor Kunle, the rest of the gang. Good morning to all of you guys. Good morning to the COD Wealth family. That's Pastor Onyeka and Pastor Ashley, Pastor Enrique, Pastor Diana, Pastor Zia. Is that the name of the, the girl? Zia, I believe, Zaya, Zaya, and the whole group at the connect i mean sorry at the cod wealth family a good morning to all of you guys of course i'm loving all the pics i see of um young pastor zaya she looks exactly like her mom and so i guess the whole family is balanced out now pastor enrique there's no need to go for number three 
because you've got one that looks like you and there's one that looks like Pastor Diana. So I guess we can wrap it up there. Hey, hey, mate. No, maybe not. <laughs> Just playing with you, bro. But of course, a great big greetings over to the COD Wealth. And of course, a big greetings over to the Power Base Institute. That's our institution, the education society of this nation family led by Pastor Dami and Pastor Tolu Balogun, all the team there, the Power Base Institute. And I can't forget, of course, the elite prosperity, the elite prosperity, of course, led by the famous and the most amazing Pastor Nikki and Pastor David, all the special soldiers over at the elite family from Pastor Chris Moore to Pastor Crystal and everybody else that's at that family. And of course, big greetings out to Pastor Ndidi, Pastor Ndidi Gordon of the Life family. The Life family, good morning and greetings to you guys. Um, of course, greetings to the Limitless family, that's Pastor Alex. Greetings to the Inspire, Pastor Kevin. Greetings to the House of Medics, that's Pastor Dr. Emma and Dr. Abe and all the team there. Any other family? Pastor Eben is in here to help me out, but... Um, I don't know why I always stumble on this, but of course, big greetings to Senior Pastor, Pastor Sam, and to the HQ, Pastor Lucy, all the ladies at the HQ, a big greetings to you, and of course, Global Pastor, my father, our mentor, Pastor Toby Adeboyega. Okay, so I've done all the customary greetings this morning. Excuse me if I have left any family out not intentionally but it is that time wanna okay now let's now what should, what should i do first okay let me see if i can throw you guys off some some of you didn't really see that some of you have short what they call it short-term memory yeah okay so let's let me throw you off and let's get into our icebreaker questions of course you know at the elc i always ask an icebreaker question just to get you guys warmed up in the mood for the saturday and we can talk. Icebreaker question. Build week, promote week. Amazing word on Sunday from Pastor Toby. Greetings, Pastor Trendy. Amazing word from Pastor Toby on Sunday. Build week and promote week. But I have a question for you, build week and promote week, as I heard from all the different members of the Heartbeat throughout this week about exactly how their houses are working together when it comes to build week promote week but this is the scenario you have a meeting okay you've done well build week promote week and you've managed to secure some indonesian investors for five hundred thousand pounds into your project it could be law city it could be your house it could be your business you've managed to get this amazing meeting because they want to invest into your business. It could be um, Trendy Fits, £500,000 into a project of your choice, your business. But you have to be at the meeting for 7.30 a.m. You have to make the meeting 7.30 a.m. and you can't make it on your own. You have to take a ride from one person in the nation. So one person in the nation has to take you to this meeting. You have to trust them to turn up at your door. 
before 7.30 to get you there for 7.30. You cannot pick your family head. You cannot pick Pastor Toby. You cannot pick Pastor Lucy. You cannot pick any of the first-gen family heads. But you've got this... <laughs> you've got this 500k meeting, build week, promote week. It was a madness. And the Indonesian community really wanted to put some money into your business. Who do you call the night before to take you to the meeting that starts 7.30 a.m.? Remember, if you get to the meeting 7.31, you do not impress the Indonesian investors. Let me see how you guys see each other. Thomas said, Pastor Ray. Ah, really? Wow. Has he threatened you in the house or something? Are you okay? You're not under duress? Dr. Emma, Pastor Marin, please, can you let us know? I think she said Pastor Alex. PT's team. What's PT's team? Who is that? These are more than one human being now. I just want to know one person. Say, <laughs> so who is there? Pastor Toyosi said Pastor Shad Straker. Whoa, interesting. Pastor Marion said, Pastor James. James Regis, he will get there at sea. <laughs> wow. See, Dr. Emma, can you see this? People are saying you. PK, really? No, that means he's threatened you. PK to get there for 7.30, are you sure? And also, he is a family head, so you can't pick PK. You can't. That's why I said no family heads, because I don't want to, I don't want to put any disrespect on the family heads' names. So you also can't pick Pac, because... Technically, family head. Aha, you see? Protected pack there. Pastor Victoria, I pick myself. You can't pick yourself. This is about um, promoting build week, promote week, you know, this work spirit. Spirit, which member of the nation are you going to call on and say, listen, for this mad meeting, I'm going to need you to drop me. Daniela said, who is picking Pac? <laughs> He's a family head. You can't pick him. Did you not hear? Pastor Jade. Imagine picking Pac and Pez. Um, family head. Can't pick him. James Musa said, Pastor Kunle. Wow. I love that. That's interesting. Jane Regis. Okay. Who is Jane Regis? I know James Regis. But maybe he has a alter ego somewhere. Deborah said, Daniela, oh, come on. Pastor Kunle will arrive at... Okay, so can I get the understanding behind Pastor Kunle also? Since Pastor Benedictus said, um, eh, Pastor Kunle, let's get the understanding behind that. It's Build Week, Promote Week, guys. Come on, we've got investors lined up. I'm sure some of you had loads... This week, you must have had loads of investor meetings. You must have had loads of meetings with different people trying to build and promote your business. I know the atmosphere of this week following that word. And that's the reason why this icebreaker question is asking you about who you would take to make that meeting on time. I'll let this flow on for a little bit more. Um, you can't pick Pac. He's a family head. Remember, we cannot discuss Pac. Alex, how much are you going to pay me for this protection? Because it's a lot right now. Your name is popping up from all different kinds of people. But hey, I've helped you out here. 
Pastor James, says Pastor Angie. Okay, brilliant. James. <laughs> Pastor Ruth, you just put a smiley face. Who is this? Okay, so Pastor James of the Nation family, you have earned your stripes. I can see a lot of people really banking on you. I guess the only person who can really affirm for us about Pastor James would be PT. So maybe at some point we might need to hear from PT on is Pastor James really that punctual of a person? Is he the only punctual person in the nation family? Hmm. Is he the only punctual person in the nation family? That would be a whole other thing. So um, Pastor James, thank you for, uh, well, well done to you <laughs> for being the early bird, like, like Charlie said, for being the early bird. And um, setting a what a perception <laughs> in the nation family. Okay. Okay, yeah, I see. Pastor Ray has come up again, and I'm wondering why, but I'm not saying he's a late one, but I've just not known that side of him like that. Pastor Daniel Ehediwad, that's a shout, though. I think Pastor Daniel Ehediwad will be a stickler. I think so. I think so. Okay, are you ready? Shadow of leadership. Doom, doo, 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 doo. One new tastic, one new listic. Biko. Why have you not given me a theme tune for this level? I have to cry before I get it. Okay, shadow of leadership, you didn't see nothing. You ain't seen nothing. I'm sure you guys did not see anything. And let's go through the facts. I'm deeply grieved, Wanu, by this because I actually had some really good points today. Lol, OMG. Why are you laughing, Shawnee? Right, here we go. These are the facts because I guess not everybody would have seen it. The facts are, I am best friends with Thomas Edison. I raised a total of $188 billion in my lifetime. <laughs> Shut up, Nini, man. <laughs> I owned an airline company and I was involved in World War I. I tried to stop World War I by sailing on a peace boat from America to Europe. Okay. I also ran to be part of the US Senate, but I lost. And I was America's second billionaire after John D. Rockefeller. America's second billionaire after John D. Rockefeller. Oh, shut up, Thomas, man. You know this one. How, why do you know him? Because you guys went to school together. If you don't know why I'm onto Thomas, it's because he said he knows Mahatma Gandhi because they both married at 14. <laughs> I can't understand that. Okay, guys, think really hard about this. Think really, really hard about this one. Yes, Zip, that's what I'm getting onto. Think really hard, guys. It's really difficult, isn't it? Isn't it, guys? You don't know <laughs> the answer. <laughs> Oh, my days. Okay. See, this is what I like. People like Pastor Toysi, actual guesses. Carnegie, no. But 
I love that. Guesses, real guesses. And to all of you bad students that cheat, you know, in, you know, in those people that share the answers and then the answers go around the class. And I wonder, man, you've shown me a different side of you, you know? You are definitely putting the mandem on. Henry Ford, I don't think so. I'm not too sure about that. I'm not too sure. Henry Frick. Definitely Henry Frick. Okay, we'll we will consider Henry Frick and find out who that is exactly. Ford. What is Ford? Ford Focus. What are you talking about? Please be specific. Pastor Shante is one of those people in class that get half mark. And then when they complain to the teacher, ah, but I said, etc., etc., they say, yeah, but what? Henry Frick. Hmm. And this Henry Frick is. Hmm. It must. It sounds very familiar. Henry Frick. <laughs> Henry. Henry Clay Frick. <laughs> okay, I'll leave you guys to mull over that. I know some of you bad students already probably know what the answer is and i'll get trust me you see next week's shadow of leadership yeah next week's shadow of leadership is going to be so tough i'm going to make sure i find someone that even chat gpt nobody can help you even google nothing can help you at all okay so we're going to come back to that shadow of leadership we're going to come back to that later on today vanderbilt <laughs> Pastor this is why I like you. Eh, eh, no, not Vanderbilt. Got to be Harvey Firestone. Harvey Flintstone? No, not Harvey Flintstone. I'm telling you, these, these guesses are just getting way out of hand. But anyway, <laughs> let's just kick off in today's installment, guys. It's been amazing, but um, we will return to Shadow of Leadership at the end of the session, of course. Um, we'll, we'll return to that at the end of the session. We have had an amazing week of words piled up, but today is Saturday. And today being Saturday means that we get to reflect on a few words and figure out exactly where we go from here. You are creators. You are creators. And every single one of you joined in on this stream today, I would need you to know that the creative power is inside you. The creative power beckons to you and asks you, can you step up, come a little bit higher and display your creativity? You can be a creator in finance. You can be a creator in law. You can be a creator in biomedical science. You can be a creator in absolutely any subject or sector within this human world is asking for people to come up a little bit higher and give the world something that is never seen before one thing you need to write down today as we begin our discussion and i won't take long to speak to you this morning or this afternoon just about 30 minutes for us to talk make sure you write down it is not easy to add value to this world but I need you to also, on top of that, write down what kind of value do I want to add to the world? I'll give you a second to write that down in your Apple Notes, in your notepads, however it is you listen to the ELC. How do I add value to this world? Adding value is not easy, 
Adding value is the man who created chairs. Adding value is the guy who created the table. Adding value is someone who's come up with television. Adding value is the person who's come up with light, electricity. There are different levels of addition of value, but the addition of value into this world creates what we call our life and lifestyle. It creates lifestyle with your addition. You change someone else's life. You change a community's life. You change a society's life. But it takes the constant asking of a question. The question is, how do I add value within this world? Maybe you're into fashion and design and you feel you've come up with a style and a concept that this world really needs. How many of you guys know... Um, Virgin Abloh. Is it Virgin, uh, Virgil Abloh? Virgil? Virgin Abloh. That's the, the former uh, creative director, or creative designer, whatever it's called, for Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. Now, he's passed away, of course, sadly. But the addition of value from him, I believe, brought in a whole stream of what we would call the urban or... Um, external communities into Louis Vuitton. That is addition of value. Of course, one of the greatest designers ever. But value can be added in different, different sectors. It's all about how you've actually approached it. How do you approach the concept of can I add value to human life? to society do i care that much about society that i'm actually um, obsessed about the addition of value the addition of value is for example within ourselves i can use a law city a law city is the addition of value because maybe there is no one out there that actually has enough attention on a group of young aspiring lawyers within the UK. Maybe there is no organization that caters to the needs and to the wants of that particular group of people. That is the adding of value. So someone like a Pastor Dorothy, who is also a lawyer leading the law city, can sit down and even in the slightest way, adding value to the law city, she would not understand how much change she's making in the life of others. Do you know that just by adding value to society, you're changing somebody else's life? Now, if you take some time this Saturday as you're doing whatever you're doing and you're listening to me, I need you to then use what I've said to break down the concept of prayer because prayer is supposedly you reaching out to God either in a time of distress or you reaching out to a higher power in a time of want and need. But in times and wants and needs, if we look back in the history of this world, men actually answered their prayers for each other. The concept creation, the additional value of the mobile phone is by another person. The concept creation of electricity is by another person and if you look around you right now as you're listening to me on this stream how many things around you 
were created by God and how many people were created by people that you're using. This microphone down to gallery department that I'm wearing, this, this particular designer, is all. these are all concepts added into this world by people. Do you want to read something for me? Value definition. Go ahead. The regard that something is held to deserve, the importance, worth or usefulness of something. Okay, read that again, please. Maybe for the viewers. The regard that something is held to deserve, the importance, worth, worth or usefulness of something. The importance, worth or usefulness of something. Sometimes as, uh, as we grew up, we were sometimes made to feel like some things are valueless or we were made to feel like certain actions or certain thoughts were not good enough to contemplate on because they're too um, little. I don't know if I can break this down to you a bit more, but from the culture and background I came from, um, there were little things actually that I felt like my parents would have actually thought that this is meaningless for you to think about. Like, I want you to focus on this rather than that. But you see, the addition of value into the world, yeah, it has to come out of your passion. It comes out of something that you are actually led to always contemplate on. So one of the first things you have to do in your journey to adding value into your businesses or into your journey of adding value into your projects or your career is not to look down on the places within your mind and your heart that you're drawn to the attention of. Nothing is too small for you to not give it the attention. In fact, it's the paying attention to the littlest of details that you can actually go and add value. And we will eventually get to um, why I start on this side of the conversation. But I thought it's best to start on this side of the conversation if we have the gloss, an idea, a thought from someone that, you know what, we can actually have a Selfridges version of, of, um, of cosmetics and beauty, a salon version of Selfridges, if I put it that way. It comes from someone's thoughts and then they start to work on it gradually. I love the video in particular that actually shows the building blocks of the gloss from last year. The putting together piece by piece wood, the putting together of the, of the front, the back, the, the consultation rooms. That gradual building was actually someone's mind. It came out of someone's mind. The fact that the young ladies are there this afternoon serving clients and offering a service back into the world, like somebody's going to walk into the gloss today, get a treatment, go home and say, this was very decent. I totally enjoyed my time here. It came from someone's contemplation and a thought that they did not regard as too small. So yes, it was a fashion store. We built it from scratch. Sir. And I think that's the thought and the mindset that I really want to trigger this afternoon as we not just celebrate the gloss, 
for their one year anniversary but we celebrate the word of creators nothing is too small an addition to make your service excellent so looking at a trendy fit looking at at a um at a house of medics limitless group yes these are all different groups on different sectors of business but there are little decisions you have to make there are little places some places that look and seem irrelevant but they are the addition of value that you need for you to be able to impact the life of somebody else sometimes a job is a big step in value added creation sometimes a job so you can be an entrepreneur but sometimes you don't deserve to be an entrepreneur yet there are certain skills there's certain behaviors there's certain mannerism there's certain um thought process that you don't yet have and so it's actually commendable for you to take on a job for you to be trained it's commendable for you if you're working in media have you ever worked for one of the top 10 media companies in the world do you know how they set their processes do you know how a typical day in the life of a pr consultant for um for Universal Studios or whichever media group, do you know how a day in a life goes for a professional, a high-ranking professional at a top-end company? Do you know how a day in a life goes? So you be you would struggle to add value into your space if you don't know or have experiences of the littlest things that happen there. Value-added creation has to come from a past experience sometimes. It has to. So I was thinking the other day about what PT was saying about our history. Sometimes before you move forward, you have to know where you came from. Do you know why that is? When we're speaking about value-adding creation, as you look forward to another one year of business, are you able to add new value into your business will, be, will depend on the type of value you've added in the past and also the type of life you've lived before you came to even start the gloss. Our experiences shape the things that we pay attention to today. So a big question you might want to ask yourself, and these are scriptures, but we have to look at scriptures in a different way, in a different light. So God gives the word to Moses. But you know one thing I started thinking about when PT was preaching. Why did God feel like he had to put Moses in a basket and send him out of his parents' house into a palace. I need you to understand that for you to add value in any shape or form, your experiences are going to play a massive part in the way you see certain instructions. How many of you guys feel like 
um, your, your past, your history, your culture plays a part in how you actually see certain situations. Actually plays a part in how you make decisions also. So look at this. This young man, as a baby, is put in a basket and put into the river. Well, that's what the story says. Um, I can't verify the story, but that's what the story says. He's put in a basket and he's um, put in the river and he's, that basket sails over to the Pharaoh's house. He's found by Pharaoh's daughter. He was originally an Israelite, which was actually a slave tribe. Actually a slave tribe, meaning a slave nation within Egypt now. And the reason he was even um, put in the basket is because, of course, Pharaoh was killing the firstborns and all this kind of stuff. But there's a deeper part of human engineering involved in this. As we talk about, PT was speaking about crossbreeding and all this thing, but I don't want to get too deep into that. I just want to make things simple for you on a Saturday just to let you know how much your past has played and how do we turn this around as we go forward. I, for one, and you can message across, you can actually, um, you can uh, you can discuss with me this afternoon. I, for one, don't think Moses would have got that far if he grew up with his parents. And the reason why is he would have had a different experience in life. Number one, he would have heard the word from the point of a slave. When you hear the word, from the viewpoints of the slave, what are you going to do? You're going to see it from a slave's lens. A slave hasn't got much freedom, hasn't got freedom at all. There's a type of work that they're put in, hard, arduous labor, that requires a lot of physicality. They're beaten. They're, they're beaten if they're not in certain places on time. They're, they're absolutely not fed well. So they're malnourished. They're only thinking about what they want and what they need because of the kind of life that they live. They don't have much options. So sometimes you look at somebody's results today and you don't understand that their results are a reflection of their past. The reason why they struggle to carry out a simple instruction is because of the, the, their history, where they've come from, what they've been through. Growing up with the Pharaoh would have been different. You would have been fed well. You'd have been taught. Moses was intelligent. He was schooled. Different languages, I'm sure. And in the most deepest sciences, because the Egyptians were extremely smart, maybe the smartest culture at that time. When you receive the word from certain viewpoints, there's a way you're going to see it. The reason why maybe it stirred up a revolution spirit inside him is because he's tasted freedom. And he doesn't understand now why someone should not be free. So I, I, I think of this sometimes and I say, at what place and in what position did you hear the words that made you a creator for Law City, made you a creator for House of Medics? 
continue to educate yourself in ways that when you hear the word, it actually gives off a better reflection. The hearing of the word is not your biggest issue. One of your biggest issues is where does that word land into in your heart that you reflect it? So I don't want, let me not go too fast because I don't, I want to make sure that we really get this discussion today. I don't think, um, I don't think Steve Jobs is more brilliant than you. I just think he's had certain experiences. He's had certain experiences that encouraged him to produce certain results. Build Week promotes week. What some people don't actually realize is Steve Jobs was actually a marketing guru more than he was a, uh, a code, code freak. Okay, I don't know if anyone actually understands or, or knows that. Steve Jobs was actually more of a marketing guru than he was a coding freak. So when Bill Gates was focusing on the code and the software, what Steve Jobs was focusing on was the imagery. Apple was more about hardware than it was about software. It was more the imagery. He was more like a promoting guy. He was more about how does this look? And till today, you, you tell the truth till today, the iPhone is not the best phone on the market. But it just looks, it's the sexiest phone on the market. Let's, let's put it that way. You see someone using an Android and you think, what the hell are you holding? Like, what is that? I've seen that phone that looks like a book. It's just a screen. Have you seen that one? What phone is that? Is that Samsung? Are you just saying, yeah, Thomas, or is it Samsung? Is it, is it, is it Samsung? It's Samsung, right? The folding phone. Now, to me, that phone is a very ugly phone. No offense to those of you who are using it, but it, I get that it works and I get that it's very useful because it's a bigger screen, but just the concept of it and the looking of it is not attractive, but it may work. Steve Jobs' interest is not about does it work perfectly. His interest is, is it a sexy product? Will this thing sell in the market? From the Apple adverts all the way down to the structure and the look of the product, it was all about the look for it. But even before he gets there, there has to be some kind of, um, there has to be experiences that make him know that he has to just focus on that. So this Saturday is just really much more about, I want to be a creator. I know I should be creating, but sometimes I feel like I'm not producing the results I want to produce. I think it more relies on check your breeding system, your cross-breeding system. What makes you arrive at certain conclusions based on what? And this is the importance of having leadership and having mentors because there are four areas of crossbreeding that affect your result output. 
parenting is number one. Look back at your parenting system, the way your parents behaved and the things your parents told you. It's 100% has affected the way you pull off results today. Some of you still struggle to shake someone with your left hand. You think like it's evil. <laughs> like Eze was in the house yesterday with us, myself and Pastor Emma. And I was going to say goodbye to him and he brought his left hand out. And I just shook his left hand. But I left the house that day thinking, ah, we used to get beaten for that, you know. <laughs> it seems little, but we used to get beaten for that. Like, ah, don't shake someone with your left hand. Parenting super affects the way you have a result output. Why? Parenting also contributes to your fears. There's a certain type of parenting made you maybe afraid of the public, afraid to do certain things because you were told certain stories. Parenting. Be careful about school. This is another, so you can note these things down. And for some of you who you've already finished school, I'm sorry, but you may have to just tick off all the places you've been wrongly brainwashed. <laughs> but for those of you who you're still yet to go through all these things, you can actually look forward to say, okay, I'm going to change this and change that. School, training, or education, these, um, these places of influence have, a, have an effect on how you hear the word and also on how you see yourself because the word is what brings out the true um, image of yourself. So parent, um, parenting, school training and education, studying law but studying law in a certain school is different from studying law at home. These are areas of influence that, that, that affect your results output. The reason for the ghettos, the reason for, for areas of low income, um, government-wise, is to keep certain types of people in certain areas, not have them affect others. So as we move on throughout the week, you have to know these areas of influence because once you start shutting off some of these things, your result output would actually change because they, they affect your engineering, yourself as a human being. They affect your making. They affect the way you pull off results. For some of you, like I said, you're too old to go back to changing parenting. It's already gone bad. Like me, I mean, it's already like, they've already said a few things that, and now you're just having to try and unlearn. But I don't think you will ever unlearn. What I think you can do is you can overpower the voices sometimes, but it will still be there. Let's go into number three. What do you think is the third level of, of influence and teaching that affects results output? Social environment your social environment where you're around the most and i know this may sound like oh but i'm in the nation yeah you can say that you're in the nation but you're still a human being you still go to work you still um, have people that you relate with your social environment is extremely extremely important social environment changes what you see as important.
because you're around a certain type of people, a certain type of friends. These are all areas that affect your results output. Number four, digital consumption. What you watch on TV and what you watch on your phone. Major areas. Major areas of, of uh, results output as we move into thinking of ourselves as creators. What do you actually consume digitally? And these may sound boring sometimes, but for a Saturday morning and afternoon, I just want it to be like a cleanser. A cleanser to know, okay, right, I can actually control how I think next week based on these four things. I can actually control what I, how I feel. You can control your emotions. Digital output is basically like I, I had to go about Ice Spice last week or two weeks ago and you guys laughed with me but that's digital consumption based on what you consume you have a different result output you think certain things should go certain way when a young person grows up in an entrepreneurial house he understands being an entrepreneur is different from someone who has lived with professionals his whole life and neither is bad and neither is right. But it's just that you have education in, in one dimension. So when you see someone who's grown up in an entrepreneurial house, maybe he has more appetite for risk. And then we see someone who's grown up in a house of professionals who the mom and dad are maybe high class professionals. He doesn't have an aptitude for risk as much, but it doesn't mean that he's bad. It doesn't mean that the other one is wrong. It's just that when it comes to result output, it's going to be different. So the right exposure is what we have to do for our community. If we're going to really hear the word properly, we have to make sure we're constantly exposing ourselves in the right way. That's where leadership comes in because it should help you expose yourself. That's what leadership should be helping you do. And that's what it does here in the nation. Hey, come here, be with these guys, speak to this person. It exposes you to people who somebody else, can you imagine that this artists and musicians that have come to chill with us here in the HQ, that girls lose their mind over out there. But it's all down to oh, the, the exposure. Those areas of influence that can change the way you produce results. The result output for a young lady in the nation is not to actually go crazy when they see a superstar. It's kind of like, meh. But that's because of the exposure that leadership has brought to them. I needed you guys to just think on those things. Uh, you can give me uh, that scripture on creation now. I think the, the Hebrews one. Because I want us to get into this attitude of as creators people who display results people who produce results where can our results production be affected it will be on these type of things things that affect us in our history in our backgrounds that you don't pay much attention to but but go ahead with hebrews just to affirm these stuff 
Hebrews 10 from verse 5. Therefore, when he came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin you have no pleasure. Then I said, Behold, I have come. In the volume of the book it is written of me, to do your will, O God. Okay, read that verse 5 again for me again, please. Therefore, when he came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me. Okay, so sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you prepared for me. And I'm going to round up around this just to say to you, he didn't say, but your spirit, you prepared a spirit you prepared for me. Sometimes you guys feel like you have to be so super perfect in order to be a multi-billionaire, to be a multi-millionaire. You, you feel like you need to be so super perfect to make Law City global, to make Trendy Fits global, to make House of Medics global. You feel like you have to be so super perfect, but what you are giving was a body. And what body does is body gets scarred, body gets hurt, body has experiences. There is still beauty in the marking. So despite that I've been through etc, etc, etc thing, the very strange thing about life is it you don't become a useless product. Your result output just changes. And I, I don't want this to be super deep for you. I need this to be very simple. Value adding in the world depends on your experiences. And you are given the right tool to give experience, to, to, to offer certain value in this world. You are given the right tool because the body is the only way for you to actually collect experience. The spirit does not collect experience. The body does. The body remembers hurt. It remembers pain. It remembers love. It remembers joy. It remembers, it remembers things. And it's the remembering part of your body, the ability for it to recollect certain things that makes it so super powerful. It's a memory card. It's a human memory card. Don't look down on the experiences you've had, even if they're not the most ideal parenting, even if it wasn't the most ideal school, even if it wasn't the most ideal social environment, you have it in you still to produce value that makes a change. It gets more difficult, yes, but you still have it in you to produce value that makes a change. Are you with me, guys? You can leave the comments back on the screen for me. There is no way for you to have an impact in this world if you don't actually be involved in this world. This is what I'm saying to you. On a Saturday, I need you to know that I need you to use this week coming to get your businesses back into the marketplace, even if you've seen hurt, even if you didn't raise the amount of money you wanted to raise, even if you didn't get the contacts of the business person you wanted to get the contacts for, even if you didn't sign the players that you wanted to sign, that's for you, Mason. You get back into the field because your body is a human memory card. 
It's designed to have experiences. It's designed to have a history. Yes, black people were put into slavery. And that slavery is the reason why we don't have black scientists at the highest regard today. Because we were actually far ahead in the scientific technology before um, slavery. But in the, in the sectioning of the black race into athletics, in the sectioning of the black race into music, we produced high-class musicians and athletes. I'm not in any way celebrating that, but I'm celebrating that in the sense of trying to say to you that no matter what the experience is, there is still value to add into the world as far as you have something called a human body. So today's ELC is to make sure you don't count yourself out of value adding in this world. Today's ELC is to tell you, yes, Steve Jobs is amazing. Yes, Zuckerberg is awesome. But today we want to celebrate the gloss. It is young ladies, human beings who have had experiences that led them to such an idea or led her to such an idea and her experiences till date will lead them into the next one year and then the next one year in after that. But if they don't disregard their experiences, they will be able to add meaningful value into this world. There is not one single experience you had, whether, um, whether traumatizing or whether amazing, there's not one experience you've had that is useless to human society. There are traumatizing experiences that are that your body has been through to raise other people out of traumatic experiences. So there is no experience wasted today. You have to make that decision for you to either continue in your education through the word in the lens of the body which you've been given. The lens meaning I can only see the word, what God tells me through the word, I can only see the word by my experiences. And I may have some messed up experiences, but that's all I have to work with. And then leadership will just do its job to expose you into the right places. And hopefully somehow those things still pan out to bring out something beautiful and is of value to the world. There is still a lot of value to add. Mason still hasn't added enough value into this world you have value to add luke has value to add but it would take the trusting of the memory card your body what you've experienced so far and adding that to the word word okay you don't need to continue going through traumatic experience you can you can cut that out i'm just saying that no matter what you've experienced up until now for you to have a mark in this world you just need to have experience isn't that quite interesting though to add value into the world does not mean that i need to get a phd neither does it mean that i don't need to have a phd it just means that i need to be the the most real precious i can be the original the originality of pressures i have to maintain that originality if i keep that originality mixed with the hope that the word gives me 
and the exposure that my leadership gives me, I will add value. Additional value does not mean that you're going to start Amazon and you're going to be a multi-trillionaire. Additional value means that you will have results that impact the life of people. It could be that your results impact the life of six people in your house. It could be that your results impact the life of your entire family, if it's the heartbeat family or if it's the um, elite family. It could also be that your result impacts the entire nation family. It just all depends on how much you continue to thirst to create and you continue creating and you don't stop creating because every experience is valuable. Guess what? You've had experiences from Sunday down to Saturday, build week, promote week. You heard the word and those words prompted you to go out and meet an investor here or meet someone there or push a little bit, bit more in your career. Maybe for someone like Pastor Ashley Straker, it made you sit down and go through some of the, the tenants of the, of the Powerbase Institute, getting a few more young students in this summer. It made you do something. At the end of the week, you may not have the fullness of the results you wanted, but do you know that your experience that week contributes to next week? It contributes to next week. So you don't forget this week. You don't forget last week. You take everything you've learned within last week and this week or however you want to see it, you take it into the next week because result output depends on experience. Are you with me, guys? So the results output has nothing to do with you signing for a major company or this and that. Result output is your experience. People who give out bad results don't learn. They don't have a they don't have experience. Experience is learned a learning of a situation kind of thing. Like you remember what it was like to lose, so you're not gonna try and lose tomorrow. You remember what it was like to win, so you're going to try and win tomorrow. The reason why someone has terrible results is their inability to use their life or their body, like the scripture would put it, it calls it body, but let's just say your life. You have an inability to use your life as a memory card. You, 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 you don't understand the concept that the life gives you memories and those memories are useful to creating your future. You use those memories to travel tomorrow. You use your memories to get into your future. You use your memories. So guess what? That's why PT said, when God finally met, when God spoke to Moses, and this is scripture for you, when God spoke to Moses, what did he do? For him to make him great, he showed him the past. He had to give him an experience, the experience of creation. This is how men started. This is how life started. This is what I did in the beginning from, from one day to the seventh day. He gave him an experience that was able to change his life and make him change the world. And that's all you're doing is you're building a bank of memory, memories that allow you to be unstoppable and an ex a, a global value addition person in this world but you need memory you cannot forget what it what it felt like yesterday during build week promotes week you have to remember that 
You have to remember the week before. You have to remember all the sound clouds and everything that you've heard within the word. Guess what? It's so important for you to remember Ashburnham. It's so important for you to remember Bankside. These are memories that you build on for you to change tomorrow. You don't forget evolution and change and your growth does not come by forgetting yesterday. Remember what I said, no matter how traumatic it was, it doesn't matter. Some of you have, a, have been through a trauma that has set you up for something great within the word. It's just for you to be able to remember how those experiences hit you, but make sure you only translate your experiences down to what the word tells you. So the word is for. The word is not just the Bible. It is the word. It is the same thing someone learns by starting a gym shark from experiences of being a skinny guy. For some of you who actually watched the YouTube that I sent into the group to you guys, you saw the concept of, of gym shark, that he was just like you, Thomas, skinny guy. And he wanted to wear gym clothes. And his experience is that he always looks horrible when he's in the gym. And you know those guys that say, oh yeah, I'm just trying to get big, but they look mad skinny. You know the experience, that's why you're laughing. And don't people tease you about it? Don't you get teased about it? And that was just, that was just the experience. And from that experience, he just sits in his uh, mom's garage and then starts making his own gym kit that looks a bit fitted. Because Nike wasn't making fit clothes for him. But I've just given those examples to say to you, this afternoon as I round up here, it is a weekend for you to enjoy. Be more at one at who you are. Remember, there is no two Karimas. There is no two Pastor Ashley Strakers. There is no two Jasons. Even if you have a twin, just like we know Pastor Joanna Bundles is going to have twins. Even if you have a twin, you will not have the same experience. You will always translate things in a different way. Your bodies will memorize things in a different manner. Why? Because of the concept that everybody has a value to add to the world that is unique to Zainab, that is unique to Charlie. But if only you can stop disregarding those experiences and get yourself ready for the next week. Yesterday's no, you don't know how it sets you up for tomorrow's yes, but you need to take in yesterday's no yesterday's no lets you um look into why was no said why why did i not close this investment i think i took the wrong person there i think i wrote the wrong documents uh, the wrong words on the documents i don't think i i analyzed my numbers properly it sets you up for tomorrow's yes don't be spiritual and say ah we're just forgetting about tomorrow and we're marching on to <laughs> uh, yesterday and we're marching on to tomorrow. No, that is not how um, productive research and, and, and evolution and development happens. So for me to come up with a better result tomorrow, we have an amazing Sunday service. Guess what? It's from the concept that we had an amazing Sunday service the week before. I think you enjoyed the Connect service. So what do you do? You rewatch those services. You get back into the experience of it to produce something better. And that is how we keep getting better. So this afternoon, 
as I leave you guys to enjoy a very British weekend. I, I believe it's grey out there and it's a bit windy, but what do you do with that? It's just an opportunity for you to rest up, for you to get some experience under your belt. How do you get experience? Reflecting also. You can reflect on the last week and prepare yourself for Sunday. Some of you might just be so super excited you want to prepare yourself for Monday. You can do so, but it's going to take trust in the memory card God gave you. The scars of your body, your human body that's given to you is a memory card. Fashion never dies. It comes back again. Why? It's all from people. Memories and experiences lets us know we're back in the 90s era. Let's us know we're back in the 2000s era. We're going to bring bucket hats back. We're going to bring this back. It's all about your experiences. Don't, don't dumb them down and don't let them die out. But look at them from the, from the angle of the word so that you can drive out value. It's 1240. Have you guys enjoyed today's installment of the ELC as I round up there? Let's go back to shadow of leadership. But before we get there, just wanted to see your comments. Thank you. It's been a pleasure having you on um, this Saturday. And I'm sure you've all got some uh, pretty cool things to do this weekend. Um, again, also, just to big up the gloss who are going to be celebrating um their one year anniversary they've done an excellent job in being in Knightsbridge for the last one year and we continue to support them uh, as they push on to do another one year in Knightsbridge it's not easy guys you can just imagine the kind of experience Pastor Mariam has pulled off and banked from being in Knightsbridge for a year the amount of experience of of um of dealing with maybe the other stores adjacent and next to them and uh, doing business the type of clients the type of clients you know every area comes with its type of people you can only get experience of that if you actually work there you know there's certain things you just need to have experience of so it's like one year in Nicebridge you have an idea of the type of um, clients that walk through your doors and you can do better research you can do better um, research and development to bring in more clients for the for the following year coming yes absolutely sir thank you pastors an awesome honor to have you on a big congratulations to the gloss big congratulations to them okay so let's head back to shadow of leadership it's 12 40 i'm about 10 minutes um over my time this afternoon let's go back to shadow of leadership just give me the good old intro really need a mad theme tune to that though that would be so nice okay now one new not the answer yet okay <laughs> let's put up the facts please put up the facts for me okay shadow of leadership i am best friends with thomas edison I raised a total of $188 billion in my lifetime. It's so funny because already from that, you kind of probably know um, he can't be one of the modern billionaires because $188 billion now is not even up to what uh, Jeff Bezos and those guys are pulling off. 
I owned an airline company. Now, before you start saying Henry Frick and Henry Ford and, and Vanderbilt, he owned an airline company, okay? I was like, oh, Pio, you're trying to throw me off. I know the answer. <laughs> I was involved in World War I, but I did try to stop World War I by sailing on a peace boat from America to Europe. I ran for Senate and I lost. And I was America's second billionaire after John D. Rockefeller. Let me see those answers roll in from ChatGPT and Google. Let's see those answers stroll in, guys. Come on. Let me see. You're, you're, you're allowed to use ChatGPT and Google now. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so I was the second billionaire after John D. Rockefeller. Howard Hughes. Who's that? <laughs> Trust Luke. So Luke, you didn't see the answer when it popped up. That's great to know then. That's fine. Henry Ford. He's probably as, is he as black as you, Henry Ford? Thomas, is he? How come you've gotten darker again though? You were, you were almost turning into a light last two weeks ago. What's going on? You're not using the SPF again, right? Are you sure? Don't worry, it's me and Thomas's banter. Don't get involved. I'm not being racist or anything. I can't be racist. I'm not bullying. It sounds like Henry Ford, sir. Okay, let's see the answer, guys. Let's, let's surprise the group. Let's surprise them. Who is it? Oh, you couldn't wait for this, could you, Wadu? You just couldn't wait. <laughs> It is Henry Ford. It is Henry Ford. Um, he had the peace shit. You're right. Like, that's why you knew. Kareem, Pastor Kareem was like, it's Henry Ford. He had the peace shit. You knew about the peace shit? Come on, man. <laughs> you, it's not Henry Clay. Or Henry Frick. Henry Clay Frick. Yeah, Henry Ford. So there's a Henry Clay Frick, basically. I thought you were just playing. Okay, so that's today's Shadow of Leadership. I've enjoyed this. Um, what are you in for next time? So we will start filming for a whole new series in the Pulse TV. I'm sure you'll be very, very happy to know that we are planning on now starting filming for Come Dine With Me. Does everybody know what Come Dine With Me is? Do you know Come Dine With Me, by the way? Wherever you're tuned in from, I don't know if they should come down with me in your location. Um, but there is a Pulse TV version of Come Dine With Me. And uh, can I get the, the people, please, that's going to be on it? Who is it again? Let's start filming this week. So come dine with me. Pulse TV session will be uh, Pastor Wesley. Go on. Pastor who? Pastor Nini. Yeah. So Pastor Wesley, Pastor Nini, Pastor Kevin, Pastor Aziza, um, Pastor Stephen, Pastor Sephora. These are the come dine with me um, contestants. Pastor Maddie. And uh, who else again is here? Yeah, that's it. Uh, Dr. Emma and Dr. Emma. These are, 
these are the come down with me contestants it's going to be awesome so um let's see how that that works out already i know people already want to see pastor wesley but we will start the filming this week just to add some more series onto the pulse tv i know you guys can't wait to see all those different characters so come down with me is actually a very interesting tv show but um we're just gonna do our own little version of that um when we start um the filming next week it's been an absolute pleasure um being on with you guys today uh, all the best to you enjoy your saturday peace love and i'll see you next week take care